Okay, so it's really interesting how things go sometimes. So I started my last podcast being like, oh, I got a podcast. Because I just like took some time to study out something and think about something. And I'm, I'm just in the worry mode right now, right? Like, and then I kind of thought to myself, why? Like, why am I doing that? Like, typically when I do said thing, I don't get in a worry mode. I get into better green mode, right? So I started off the day just kind of waking up and kind of a little bit rushing out because I, I like to have some things in order before everybody is up and running and asking questions about food and clothes and, and like privileges and all the questions, right? And, and so then I'm like, okay, um, I need to be awake before all of that starts happening. It's kind of like a rec center if they only opened when they woke up and they didn't take time to like go there and work for like a few hours before everyone started showing up. That's kind of like my life, right? <laughs> I really got to make sure that I go and do some things, right? And yes, I can do it at the at nighttime, but sometimes I do the linger longer, spending time with family thing, and we're not really, our last thing before we go to bed isn't really always, oh, let's, let's, create our family bonds by, by cleaning, right? Like, and having this great clean-a-thon, right? Um, we kind of usually do that midday, so that at least it's like slightly maintained at a point in our day where it feels good to do it, right? You know, it's not at the very beginning of the day, so it feels like you don't have a life but cleaning. It's not like at the end of the day, so you don't feel like you don't have a life but cleaning, but it's like midday after you've already done some of your favorite things, and then it's like, hey, let's just do this because we have enough spirit to do it, right? Anyways, um, so I started off last time's podcast being like, hey, I need a podcast because I am just noticing that I am just in this space of just kind of unclarity, right? It's like I got to listen to this little article speech thing that was all about this concept. Great things, right? Great, great things. I've had a different perspective every time I've listened to this. It's probably been like the third time through. Um, first time through, I was just absolutely inspired. I was just checking it off, writing things down, like writing notes, all of this thing. And then second time through, similar feelings, right? This third time through, it really got deeper. It, it became a little bit more personal, you know? Because usually when I go through articles and, like, learning and things like that, I have a pretty optimistic perspective about everything. I'm usually like, oh, yeah, like, this is awesome because I do things this way. So I'm, like, pretty good at being, like, um, constructionally criticized. I appreciate constructive criticism, you know? Like, I'm usually in that state when I start, right? But for some reason, when I started today, I wasn't, I didn't notice it at the time, but I wasn't really ready for constructive criticism. I hadn't really gotten myself in a state of, like, really being ready and soft and humble and ready to learn kind of style. I was still kind of a little bit groggy and, like, kind of just waking up and just doing the things that are kind of my monotonous things to do kind of things um, that, that are helpful things. They're just kind of monotonous, right? Um, so anyways, I was doing a bunch of those things while listening to it in the background. It was a different experience, right? Like, I'm just a different person when I'm learning on the side versus like totally engaged, sitting in front of the thing, writing notes, and really taking the time to ponder my questions and taking the time to like even think about what my questions are and taking the time to actually receive those answers, right? 
So I think I just need some extra prep time because coming out of that, when I don't take the time to prepare, I kind of get a little more tizzied out. It, it actually lowered my zone, right? Like it lowered my zone where I got more into the yellow because I wasn't, I wasn't ready for some of those, those, those principles and challenges and, and things that, of course they're big asks, right? But when I'm in a green zone and I get a big ask, it's actually exciting and exhilarating and thrilling even. It's like, wow, we get this opportunity to have this challenge and I just, I just can't wait to find out what's gonna happen from this challenge and like what is gonna happen with our lives as we live in a way that is in alignment to this challenge, right? Like, like who are we gonna become, right? And so that's kind of my, my excitement that I'm hoping to kindle, rekindle and cultivate at this moment in time so that next time I come through to like study that, that article um, speech that I can be like, you know what? I'm ready, you know? I'm ready for the challenge. I'm ready to just like really tackle this. And probably also, it's one of those topics that I'm actually not very good at, right? Like, I'm, okay, I can't say that. I'm 50% good, right? Like, I'm, I'm good at what I'm good at, right? But there's so much more that I need to learn how to be good at, right? Like, there's so much more to this, this topic that I am so in the dark about. Part of it is because I believe that some, some aspects of being able to develop the skill in this topic I feel like a lot of it comes naturally to people, even more naturally to people that were nurtured in an environment that had these kinds of things, right? That's kind of my, like, side belief thing. It's like, oh, well, I don't, like, I get this automatic funny discouragement when I enter into this topic, and I'm like, oh, well, like, this is a great idea, but, like, I'm kind of already hooped because I've already spent, like, you know, 20 years of my life not even paying attention to this, right? And and so I'm so far behind. So in some ways I feel discouraged to even try to amount to anything in this. But then there's the other side of me that's just like, no, but seriously, I just spent 18 years of my life catching up in some ways as this baptized member of the Church of Jesus. And, and then I can't just say, oh, I shouldn't have even done those 18 years because I've been so far behind for the first... 13, 14 years of my life that really like, you know, what's what's another 18 years going to even help me to do, right? And so I can even look at that comparison and be like, was that worth it? You know, was it worth it to just keep trying anyways? You know, even though I was behind 13, 14 years, now 18 years later, that I've been like a member for more years than I was not, you know, like, is, that, is there a difference yet, right? And you know what? I could say there was a difference even in the first year, right? It, even in the first year of just striving and just like reorganizing my brain, retraining my brain to have even more hope, to have even more light, to have even more, um, even more perspective, like eternal perspective and like even more um, creativity and options and opportunities and like life force kind of energy that it was just like invigorating all of my cells in that first year of being able to consider the possibilities, right? Because when we become acquainted with the knowledge that is possible and available with this, like, restored church of Jesus Christ, like, holy smokes, like, restored gospel of Jesus Christ, right? You become acquainted 
with the idea that like you're not just a person that was just happenstance born in this life and you're going to happenstance die one day and that's all life is. You begin to realize the actual the actuality that no, you're actually living just one sliver of your whole eternal life right now as you're in this just your whole life on earth is one sliver of your whole internal life, right? You lived before and then you received a body when you came to earth, right? But then after you receive a body and when you come to earth, you're going to keep going in your eternal life, right? And and not only that, you know, we gain so much perspective that hey, why are we even here? You know what what was this this bringing us here onto this earth in the first place all about. And then you find out, oh, hey, by the way, you know, you're actually a son or a daughter of God. And not only that, you're a son or daughter of a king, right? So actually, you're royalty. This is like a royal kingdom on earth right now. Like all of the people that are royal are on earth right now, right? And anybody who has ever been on the earth is of royal heir, right? So then it's like, okay, so if that's what that is, then what? What else, right? Then it's like, okay, but but the other part that's really fun about this is like, guess what? You also will become a king or a queen one day, right? It's not just for the title of our heavenly parents, heavenly mother, heavenly father, to be king and queen. You are being trained on this earth right now so you can become a heavenly king or a heavenly mother kind of a person, right? You're being trained so that you can move the mountains like they do. You are being trained so you can move planets like they do. You're being trained so you can become a universal creator, right? Like, like, isn't that just like blow your mind amazing? Like, like we get to train and become on this life and, and begin to start understanding the, the laws of the universe and how they work, you know, they work through humility and softness and, and gratitude and they work out of love, like actual godlike love, like holiness kind of love, like charity never faileth kind of love, like, like pure love of Christ kind of love, right? Like that's how they all move and function is because of love, right? Um, but not just, not just world love, worldly love here. Like this, the love that's in this world is exhausting and it's not, not, it's very superficial, right? Typically, but I'm talking like eternal kind of love, like eternal families kind of love, right? And like this, like ever expansive love that, that doesn't end, that, that is like, there's like light, you know, the way that people talk about the sun and how it's the fastest moving thing in the universe, Right? I would wonder if that's a symbol to love and how fast love moves, right? I wonder if light can even be fast as fast as love is, right? That's kind of my pondering thinking spiel, right? Like, so I started off this podcast kind of worrying, right? And thinking, oh, I'm not very good at this or that or whatever, right? But at the end of the day, when I think about this topic that I was studying, it's like, you know what? This is what it is. It's learning the basic skills of love. That's what it is, right? Learning some basic skills of love so that my love can be everlasting and eternal and, and it, it can't, it's not just this fleeting love kind of thing, right? Because that's what I'm learning with this topic. So what's the topic I was studying? I was studying self-reliance, right? I was studying about having 
physical, spiritual, intellectual, social self-reliance. Because the whole idea was that Jesus Christ, creator of the world kind of person, right? And like atoning redeemer of the world to make sure that we can be on our journey and have a resurrected body after this life and all of this. Like he is our example and and we learn from him that he grew in stature, in wisdom, in favor with man, those kinds of things. And so it's it's so important for us to follow in his footsteps if we want to do a great job of becoming who we can become in this life and then in the next, right? So that's kind of where I'm going with this. Is like, what if all of this is so that we can allow for our love to be able to move maybe even faster than the speed of light, right? Like, that's like my idea. It's like, as I develop my skills of self-reliance on this covenant path of being able to grow closer in becoming like Heavenly Father and, and really like stepping into my destiny kind of stuff, I'm just so grateful to kind of stand in this place of like, okay, so this is what this looks like. You know, it's it's a process. It's not a program, as was explained in this article. It's not it's not like that. It's totally like a very it's a never-ending process, basically. So like that in some ways it kind of takes the stress of that experience a little bit off. Because then it's like, oh, I got time, right? I got time, right? I'm not like, there's not like this hardcore deadline of like, oh, by this date, you need to have progressed by this much, right? But at the same time, it's on me. It's on me to then choose. In some ways, the pressure's on for me to be like, Heavenly Father is so all-wise and loving. He is totally fine with however long I take on whatever subject or whatever topic I'm trying to get better at. He hasn't created an outline for myself, but I think as a wise parent, he's giving me space, not because he doesn't care about it, but because he cares more about me owning it and learning how to create my own schedule and my own goals for that thing. And then I will learn so much more by doing it that way than, than if you were to tell me all the specifics of like, oh yeah, you need to take two days for this, three days for that, two weeks on that, two years on this, and, and just like micromanage everything for me to the point where I'm just choked out of having any spirit or connection with whatever I'm trying to learn or grow in. And then, and then I become resentful or something, right? But no, he gives me full freedom to be like, hey, this is the principle. I want you to be able to learn how to be self-reliant in all of these categories because as you do, you will be able to have done what is for you to do in learning, right? And becoming who you are born to become, right? Like, and, and helping others along their path, right? Because that's what this whole journey is all about, is like, is... We want to be able to understand the laws of God and even the covenants of God, right? Because it's especially the covenants that allow us to have the opportunity to progress eternally, right? If we don't take the time to understand what those covenants are, we will just live like heaven won't be like a place of progress for us. It'll just be a place of sameness, right? In a lot of ways, it'll be the same kinds of things that we 
experienced on Earth. Just this like circling around this cycle, the cyclical exhaustion of this world, right? That that doesn't that is kind of limited, right? Whereas I believe that when I enter into covenants with God, then I I gain access to the keys um, to His doors of greater knowledge and greater experiences and greater greater opportunities. You know, like I remember when I was little, I actually did appreciate when I got up to got to go to the next grade kind of thing. It was always an exciting thing for me to be like, oh, next year I get to be in this grade and in, in that grade people get to do this, right? Like that's me too, you know, like and and like every time I age, right, another year, like I just want to adopt this new perspective of like, you know what? I'm so excited to be, let's say, this age, right? Because that's when, da 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 rather than thinking, like, all of the negative stuff, but just, like, really stepping into this place of, like, being proud of progress, right? Being proud of wisdom and, and greater order and greater, you know, capacity and those kinds of things.